Grocery shopping is for some a chore, for others a bit of fun, but for everyone a necessity that requires some degree of planning and budgeting. And different people have different ideas about how they make their trips through the aisles. I roam the aisles. Is that when you find yourself picking up more? Oh, yes. <laughs> I always get more. <laughs> I just go where I need to go and get out of there. A study co-researched by Baylor Marketing Professor Kirk Wakefield looks at consumer behavior in the grocery store. Some of those Waco shoppers may have been just the type of people he interviewed in the local grocery stores before the release. The study looked at the nature of the impulse buying, items that may not be on a list of intended staples like milk, eggs, or meat. What he and other researchers discovered is that these unplanned items may not be as impulsive as thought and might not be the budget buster that they could be. We found that uh, people actually have a fairly rational uh, approach to that unplanned spending uh, that we found and we called uh, in-store slack. Dr. Wakefield says in-store slack is part of a mental budget that shoppers know they'll spend but aren't necessarily sure on which specific items. Participants in the study were asked what they planned on buying, how much they intended on spending, and in some cases were even given scanners so the order they purchased items could be studied. The questioning gave researchers insight into their intentions and allowed a little peek into shopping psychology. A person might go in uh, and they know they're going to spend about $100, uh, but they might allocate uh, mentally, in fact we call it mental budgets, they uh, you know, budget mentally to spend uh, say $30 on something that they're going to find, they, maybe they forgot something, uh, you know, maybe they just want to get something for fun, whatever it is. They know they're going to spend some money uh, and they have no clue on what. Uh, and we managed to find out that on average, uh, if the person is going in, they're going to spend what well, we found in Waco. The average spend is $66 um, a visit. And of that $66, about $21 uh, is uh, in-store slack. Results showed that most consumers stuck closely to their budget with a deviation averaging just 47 cents. Dr. Wakefield wanted to determine whether or not in-store slack affects the budget. Does it lead to overspending? Overall, the deviation says not much. But the more aisles the shopper visited, the more unplanned items they purchased. And some people are more impulsive than others. The combination of those impulsive shoppers on long trips, strolling many aisles, was, not surprisingly, the biggest recipe for overspending. However, impulsive shoppers, as you might guess, uh, the longer they stayed in the store, kind of the worse things got for them. Uh, and so those unplanned things you know, they ran into, they tended to be more likely uh, to spend. In fact, uh, for every dollar of un unplanned spending, you know, that in-store slack that they had when they told us when they came in the door, uh, the impulsive person would spend a buck 35 for every one, so you know, almost a third more. There can be a number of reasons for the impulsiveness, the desire to splurge on treats in addition to staples, or maybe to buy a better brand. Kids, disposable income, time spent in-store, all factors that impacted in-store slack and how much money was spent. So if needs like milk for the kids or vegetables as a side dish aren't the impulsive in-store slack items, what are? Dr. Wakefield says they're not unexpected. Candy and gum, number one, no surprise there. Number two, ice cream, frozen yogurt, and other frozen desserts. Okay, no duh. Number three, cookies. Number four, um, juices and other ready-to-drink uh, ready juice boxes. And number five is packaged bread, rolls, bagels, muffins. The study can be used by grocery stores in their ever-continuing quest to determine how to best induce consumers to consume, since the in-store slack fighting seems to suggest somewhat of a zero-sum game that it's not a matter of spending more for most buyers, but rather shifting the what rather than the how much. Consumers can look at the mental deals they make with themselves, allowing the store to cue them to what they think they need with the additional money they have to spend. For KWBU News, I'm Derek Smith.